I walked into my first day on the job at the studio. My first task was to go in an elevator and just do elevator duty. That's not what I signed up for, you Jeez, know? I signed dude. up to like be an assistant. I have all this knowledge. I was doing it for like 15 minutes and then I got pretty upset and I just walked out. From that moment, I was like, all right, I'm gonna actually be a photographer. Like I gotta do this. <laughs> Start. This is episode 17 of Sooniverse. Exciting because of Jeremy Cohen, the homie who is a photographer. And I mean, we were just talking before um, getting started, but like the podcast is all about talking to creative professionals. And you also have a podcast, so you know what's up. But I think it's like photography in general, which I'll, I mean, that's your spiel professional photographer, freelance, like especially in the city like in like a hub of culture to document people which i know you're into which we'll get into like it's very cool because it's like sort of like a window into you know the world of culture so how is that for an intro yeah, sounds, <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. but um yeah no i'm excited to talk to you thanks for coming man absolutely thanks for having me it's yeah cool to, I, I was mentioning before i just walked into this space and i feel inspired to create hell yeah dude well yeah. thank you um yeah no it's it's um it's awesome. I know like a lot of photographers also, but not probably the scale of you where they've really like made a career out of it. And I don't want to speak for you. I mean, again, for people watching, we've never met, which is awesome. <laughs> we have a bunch of mutual friends. Um, internet friends now met in real life. Yeah, which is like the, that's the best part of social media. It's the beauty of the internet and social right. media, yeah. It's like by far. I love it. Who are some other uh, photographer friends, you know? In so like York? Fritz is the main one. I mean, yeah. uh, Fritz and Henry, like besides people who are doing it big like them like make careers but um i have some other friends from college who like do it pretty seriously but it's not like i feel like like also like you not to put you in a box but you've really mm -hmm. monopolized this city you know like being in the biggest city in the world and documenting um it's like a different i don't know it's like makes you yeah. more global it's like the especially with the prong of like social media <laughs> attached to it right yeah it helps i uh i mean it doesn't a lot of times it doesn't matter how good of a photographer you are. Mm. There's so many amazing photographers, but you also have to know how the business works and what how you can market yourself, how your what your work is mm -hmm. the best. Totally. So, so that's what I want to get to. Let's I want to run it back because like mm -hmm. um like you're just that that's a really interesting conversation that I want to talk about. But like how did you get into it? You went to SVA, you've been in the city for ten years, but was that the agenda going to SVA is to become a photographer? Yeah. So I got into photography when I was 15 years old on a family vacation to Yellowstone National Park. Oh, yeah. And my dad brought a little digital point-and-shoot camera. He was always into gadgets. Mm -hmm. And on that trip, I was, you know, when you're a kid and you don't, you just want to stay home and play video games? That's kind of that's what I was like. I didn't want to go to <laughs> yeah. Yellowstone National Park, even yeah. though that's an incredible trip. I don't want to hike. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hike. Like, that's, that's lame. No, but I, so I kind of, I went on this trip, not that excited. Mm -hmm. And little did I know, I would find my passion at the age of 15, which I'm forever, forever grateful yeah. for. Uh, and it was when my sister borrowed my dad's camera and started taking some photos on it. And we're a year apart, a year mm -hmm. and a half. So naturally, we're just really competitive at things. Mm -hmm. And I started taking some photos, and they were pretty cool. And I got a little jealous, so yeah. I borrowed the camera, started taking some photos. I remember it had this feature on this camera that 
<laughs> you could do this color select feature so you could pick a color within mm. the camera so like so like green i remember that i remember picking i specifically <laughs> remember picking green and taking a photo in the you know in the woods and it was like all black and white except for green wait that's crazy and, i didn't know that yeah and i mean it was on that, i can't even remember oh, what yeah. camera it was but i took it i was like this is so sick yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and that's when I started photography, started to get into it, caught the photo bug. And I feel like that's like a very similar story. I sound like a broken record, but a lot of people have that sort of like rite of passage moment, but it's like by them for them, you know, it's not like it's they don't really find it in school ever or like lower middle school. It's like this situation where, you know, you make something and you get excited about it. And then yeah. that perhaps the spark, not to dramatize, you know, those moments of I'm sure it's accumulation, but I like that. That's happy. You don't. I didn't realize it while it was happening. But in retrospect, right. yeah. I could look back and be like, "Wow, yeah, yeah that really mm -hmm. caught my interest." And then when I got back to Pennsylvania, where I grew up, I took a film photography class. Oh, dude! And then I learned film photography. And, wow. Yeah, which Are you is still in a, you still do you do film now? I shoot a little bit of film. Yeah. I love film, right. uh, but I prefer digital because of how efficient it is. And yeah, I shoot a lot, yeah, and I yeah. like to. I think I prefer to have a more efficient workflow, being able to take more photos. Yeah, the running gun it's just master. A it's, yeah, it's just a it's just a different process. But I'm very running gun in New York. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't want to. I I want to be able to test out different lighting situations and not have to guess or use my best judgment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, film, totally. it's just it's just a whole different thing. It totally is. And, it's like a it's like a dance. Mm -hmm. It is like a dance. I've like, gotten I've gotten into it kind of like I have the Mamiya or the, not the Mamiya. I wish <laughs> <laughs> the Muji too. You know, oh, yeah. point yeah. shoot thirty five mil. Mm -hmm. It's just sexy, bro. It it's is. so easy. So that's it like is. my only kind of thing. It's mm -hmm. like, bam, bam. Hopefully, a couple of them are in focus and yep. it's just really juicy. But yeah. other than that, it's like it's yeah. so it's like a different. It's just a different thing. Like for yeah. commercial work, like uh, any paid work, I'm almost always doing digital. But film, since the challenge for me since like photography is my passion but also my career yeah that's why i do shoot film is like when i'm traveling or with friends right. and i just want to like capture memories yeah. for the love of photography no, and not really odd. worry about it or think about it that's why i shoot with a um olympus xa2 nice like a little point and shoot yeah. i used to have a contact d2 well i still did i give it to Ooh. you gave it to I'm, kendall I'm, jenner so, i'm giving it to my friend bobbin <laughs> i don't know if you guys know bobbin bobbin he's uh yeah. no yeah, Bob and Ved, but uh, I don't. I can't even remember if I gave it to him yet, or I'm going to give it to him. But uh, it's a little broken, and he wants to uh, work. Because I will it. fetch a pretty penny on the black market. Yeah, now I mean, I I remember I bought it like uh, maybe four or five years ago for like eight hundred dollars, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. Oh, so now it's worth. I don't even know how much oh, is it like, worth. Now. They're like fifteen hundred. So That's it's like double. Crazy. Yeah, I would totally keep it, but um, it's a little wonky. Like yeah. It just it, it annoys me because it, yeah. it'll work half the time and it won't work. Yeah, yet. that's and that's the thing about film cameras. Yeah. They're like old cars. A lot of times you got to be able to tinker <laughs> with it and make sure it works. And that's Chris, the beauty I mean, of it. What happened so. with you? I mean, I've I've gotten like four cameras from eBay, and then like I'll do one roll, and then they just stop working. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, literally, it's crazy. I have here. the worst luck ever. I love shooting film, and I love it. Yeah, like. I just I can't win and now I'm I'm taking a break. I'll get yeah. back into it. <laughs> yeah, when it works, it's incredible, yeah. but it's not as trustworthy as yeah. as my Sony A1. No, hundred <laughs> percent. Do clients ever ask for film stuff? Not really. Yeah. No, no, especially not yours. For me. Yeah, and like I, okay, all right, this is because I want to I want to keep going. I love the chronological order. It helps my yeah. brain. So <laughs> SVA 
want to do photography, but you were you doing like dark rooms, you're doing like you're learning film development, or is it more like what is a film major? I know kids, I know homies. Girl was on here as a film major, but like what does that entail? Being a film major, like yeah. filmography, not yeah, like or, film or photography. photo. Excuse me, sorry, oh, yeah, my yeah. bad, my bad, my bad. No, you're cool. We so, just got yeah, so film I majored. <laughs> yeah, so I majored in photography yes, at SVA. Photography. What that entailed was, I think the most valuable things I took away from college are one how to handle a critique and how to do a critique, mm. which is in general as an artist, it's really really helpful to grow because um, you wanna you wanna get other eyes on your work and have actual feedback from people that you know i mean it's nice when people compliment your work and say it's sick because like that's cool but like 100%. you gotta you also got to be able to learn how to take that criticism and be able to put it to use so yeah, same with the fine art world 100%. yeah no fine art yeah. art in general that's mm -hmm. art school that's like the best part of, mm -hmm. about it also i think the community of artists that i met at sva and also the uh facilities to use because printing um camera rentals all studio space all this stuff it's like yeah top of the line and yeah you're not gonna get it anywhere else yeah so or, it's it's part yeah. it's part of your tuition granted it's, it's expensive Valid. but, but yes. <laughs> uh it's it's all about the thing about art school it's it's all about utilizing it because mm -hmm. you could anyone could go to art school if you have the money um and you could you could uh get a degree you could just fly by. It's fine. You won't fail at it. It's very hard to fail at art school. But you got if you're going to spend all that time and money and energy, you got to utilize everything they have to offer between all those things that I just mentioned, as well as um, the connections through the school. So mm -hmm. um, my first couple of years of college, I... I was pretty, you know, I, I was I was partying. I was pretty <laughs> lazy. I wasn't taking myself too yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was comparing myself to others a little bit, seeing other artists and how incredible they were, and I got a little discouraged. Mm. But then it wasn't until like end of sophomore junior year I really realized that I wanted to become a photographer and I needed to no one was going to get me there. I had yeah. to like work myself and like yeah, put in the work to and the fire get some under work. your ass came. Yeah. That's what I think what separates people, especially if you're at Arsenal. I left it because it wasn't for me, but yeah, it's like the 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 resources, like you said, you're not gonna get anywhere else are there. And it's about just fucking using them and going ham and making things. Yeah. And I guess I mean I don't I wasn't in your position, but I mean I it would it, I feel like art school is weirdly competitive in that sense. It's like everyone's there making stuff, but you know, you need to somehow, you know, rise to some sort of not the top. I don't want it to sound like that, but maybe you know yeah. What I, I mean? think it's, it's all about making it a healthy competition. Yeah, because when it's a healthy competition and you want your, you could all grow together for sure. And that's why my core friend group there, and in general, just everyone SPA, like, yeah, it's all about you want to be the best version of your of yourself as an artist. Yeah, and you want you want that for everyone else too. And we, you, you're older than Henry because Henry's a little young. Yeah. And so Henry's a Henry's a little young, but we it feels like we're the same age. It's I crazy. Know, he's, just, he's just a wise young man. He is. Wait, so but <laughs> so, you were, you, he, you weren't there at the same time. You just knew him through. No, him. so and you're like, leave, I, brother. I, I can't even remember how I got connected with him, but mm -hmm. I just uh, I knew he went went to SVA and he was a freshman, and I was like, yo, I went there too. Right. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Henry's another mutual friend for people who are listening. I've actually yeah. only met him a few times, but he's Tom's main homie. Great and, guy, great yeah. guy. Um, all right, cool. So post SVA, feeling good. Got a fire under your tuchus, maybe. Fire under my tushy. And like, again, 
it's so because you I know you make probably money through like your own branding and social media and that's wonderful same with me now but like from the jump like there wasn't maybe opportunities then from social media like it's just clients and doing like more traditional industry shoots so how does one dip their toes into that yeah so the timing for me was actually kind of it was a little crazy so i started working as an assistant for other photographers there's this one day i sat down with my friend and we looked up a hundred photographers that we looked up to and would like to work for we got all their emails and we cold emailed all of them asking to work for them Mm -hmm. and then from there i started working you know most people didn't even respond but from there a couple people did respond and then a couple people even hired me and i so that that was my first job as a photographer was assisting other photographers as well as learning photographers photograph like yeah between like from actually taking a photo technically with lighting etc to the chemistry they built right, with the their subjects, because like I portrait photography is my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. So that was my that was my first job. But like, I guess you're asking more so like as a photographer, like solo. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's like it's one of these like nebulous things. I feel like it's like man versus the world, and yeah, how to get people well, to trust you. I, I don't know. Well, speaking of uh, a fire lit under my tukus, mm-hmm. which is is that a Yiddish word? That's a Yiddish I don't know. Word, I feel right? like my mom said that all yeah, the time yeah, yeah. growing up. So um, that's it. Yeah, my mom definitely said that too. Uh, So right when I graduated college, I was still assisting, but all the free time I was going to school, I had all this free time. And I wanted to either keep assisting or do an assistant role that was more permanent. Mm. I didn't have to worry about it as much while working on my personal work. And I got this job assisting at this studio that I won't name, but it's like this big studio in New York. And so I was going to like stop assisting freelance and just like assist three days a week it's steady and i walked into my first day on the job at the studio and i they put me my first task was to go in an elevator and just do elevator duty just click click the buttons for the elevator for for people coming to the studio that came in which like that's not what i signed up for you know i signed up to like be an assistant i have all this knowledge and like lighting degree and and like yeah and like they had me in an elevator so like i was doing it for like 15 minutes and then i got i got pretty upset and i just walked out hell yeah and then from that moment from that moment i was like all right i'm gonna actually be a photographer like i gotta do this and so i kept freelance assisting other photographers while i like built up my personal Mm. portfolio and the timing to loop it back to what i was originally saying the timing was good because this is also while social media started to right. be a thing. I graduated college 2014. Instagram started in 2010, I guess. And like, you know, brand started by like a couple years later. Like it was household. Four. Yeah, it was like, it was a household thing. Yeah. And brands were starting to get on it and take it more seriously. Right. And that's how I started shooting. I started shooting like four brands for their Instagram. That's awesome. Yeah. And then that's just an explosion. And it's so funny. Because we take it for granted, especially younger kids. It's just innate. But there was a time before that. You're a tad bit older than me. I'm 26. But it's yeah. like there was a time when like that wasn't a thing. And I was actually thinking when I was coming up with like questions or just like a flow for this this episode. Like it's so interesting how. Like I'm trying to think of like how things work. Like the engine was built. This isn't going to be a tangent. So just p- please bear with me. But I <laughs> yeah. think it's like medium interesting. Like the engine was built. Then they made all these cars. But you can't just have a bunch of cars. You need like 
roads. So like that was like a huge infrastructure thing to make the technology of the car functional. Yeah. And so I feel like social media is the road version of the technology that is the smartphone, a computer that accesses the internet with a super good camera. And once those were made, then this platform of sharing the photos that everyone in their pocket has became a thing. And so like that's, it almost seemed like it was like inevitable. Like once the smartphone came out that Instagram would be popular or like this new world of advertisement was just explode. That's my tangent. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. And I also- Kind of good, right? Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah, I like <laughs> that analogy. And I also think, I don't know if we even want to get into this subject, but I think there's a similar revolution happening right now. TikTok? No, well, uh, what? NFTs. Oh, NFT. Totally. Yeah. No, that, I mean, it's it's like that. I, I totally stole that also from someone. Like I watched like history <laughs> podcasts or like I'm just into history and they were talking about how like even the Romans, you know, like trade route, trade was just literally like monopolized by building roads. So it's easier, blah, blah, blah. And then the, the, the Model T and roads. Anyways, but like it's so true. And so like you could kind of see those trends. I think you're totally right with NFTs. Um, that maybe we can get to, but back to photos yeah, and social media because it's awesome. And like, that's my job now is literally just to be like a whore on social media, but a good one, I think. And like, there's a lot of like toxicity in social media and it's kind of like low key terrible, but it's also like, there's never been a better time to share your work, you know, personally to collaborate with people. And again, I want to go back to this thing. Cause like you, I know there's other people you've even had on this podcast. The guy that takes fashion photography, um, what's his name? The watching uh, New York. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, like yeah, Johnny. And like, isn't that so cool? It's like just like a window into, you know, fashion on the streets it's, in New York it's City. It's so cool because it's like for us New Yorkers, we we see this all the time, mm -hmm. and we just like it's cool, but we don't like think twice of it. But like to the rest of the world, like they don't know what New York fashion looks like. They like 100%. New York is a special place that so many people like dream of even coming to. And we all yeah. live here hundred percent. and we take it for granted. This is just like, he's like honing in on this one specific topic of how New York has the best fashion and he photographs it really well. And like, it's so interesting. It's, it's so, so simple yeah. and so interesting. It's so niche. But yeah. again, it's like, yeah, it's just a window and it's not paid. There's no like mm -hmm. malpractice of anything. It's just raw life. And that's what I think of you as a, like, for anything, pop culture, anything that's going on in the city, obviously maybe you have more specifics, but just how I thought, Chris, we were talking about this a while ago, like when I started watching Casey Neistat in like 2017, I remember thinking like, wow, you could go back any day of the year and Casey's vlogging, you could kind of see what's up. You could see a glimpse into the city, uh -huh. like what's going on, the weather, the hustle and bustle. But that whole tangent was to talk about during COVID, you had those like amazing um i don't know what you would call them mini projects mini series the yeah. rooftops and then the quarantine cutie and so can we talk about that because that's yeah, like sure. a perfect i think culmination of the yeah the world yeah so i made i made some projects over mm -hmm. quarantine uh the one i'm i mean the one i'm most proud of is my rooftop series because mm -hmm. that's actually how the quarantine cutie thing happened oh okay is because i was looking out my window i was I never, I've never lived alone in my life, but because of quarantine and right when it was all happening, uh, my roommate at the time wanted to be with his family. So he like left for four, five months. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 
And so I was alone in the apartment and it was quarantine. So I wasn't leaving at all. And I'm, I'm a pretty outgoing Going social crazy. guy. Um, and I was just stuck in my apartment and had all this free time. So I started making art. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I noticed out, out outside my window that yeah. there's people starting to go up to their roofs. Like never before. Like sometimes I see people go on their roofs just to like tan or, re- you know, whatever. Like yeah. every once in a while. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. But now this was like right after long winter. This was in March. Right when it started to get really nice out, we were told to stay inside. Absolute lockdown. Lockdown. Times around the one place that you could go outside safely and responsibly mm-hmm. um, was our rooftops, and like we weren't even told to like go out unless you're getting groceries. But even then, you weren't. I, I, yeah, you didn't even want to low key yeah, go outside. Yeah. The world was so, ending. And it's but like the yeah the, the times were very uncertain, and the only pl- luckily in our neighborhood, like almost everyone has rooftop access. Mm-hmm. Some more officially than others. Sometimes you got to climb up a fire escape <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. But yeah. everyone started going up to their roof and doing whatever activity they love between playing music or yoga, working out, meditating, tanning, what, reading, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I saw all these people doing all these things. And it was like, it, it, was, it was just celebrating how New Yorkers are so resilient mm-hmm. and make the best of any situation. Yeah. So I started photographing it and I'm, created a series of tons of images of people doing these things and yeah it was one of those things a lot of my projects i don't like plan it out in advance um and then do it every once in a while i do but it's mostly like i just see something i notice something's happening of that people are doing and then right then i just start the project yeah i feel like that's i mean it would be almost you'd have to be a super genius or the one who started Corona to kind of plan that one out. But yeah. that's also when the best ideas come. Yeah, yeah That was yeah. a bad joke. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, it's like right time, right place. Yeah. You see some pattern that's different and it's so awesome. And it like got picked up. Like, no, nah, I'm not trying to, you don't need to toot your horn, but I will. Like it, a lot of people saw it. It was on what, New York Magazine? Mm-hmm. Like one of them, was that the right one? Yep, New, New York, York Mag. Like it was the guy with the cello, right? Yep. Or bass, standing bass. Uh-huh. And it like it's just like one it's like a wonderful quaint story and like you said I mean was that like the here's a side question when you were doing that series is the agenda to literally strictly just document or did you have some sort of like narrative to say with that did it come after do you get what I'm saying yeah it kind of came as I was photographing okay. the project came after I, at first I just started shooting it right and at first I didn't even think it was like a I usually photograph things that bring people joy or mm-hmm. just like the positive note or a happy tone sure. to it. And this was like the first time I was like shooting something. And I, at first I was like, this is sad. I'm documenting mm. COVID. I'm, I mean, I just feel like I should document this. But then it turned, turned out this is like, you know, this was, this was the bright side of everything. Right, resilience. Like, like looking, looking at the, the brighter picture. So, uh, all right, cool. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize it at the time mm. while I was shooting it. Once I started shooting a little bit, I realized like what the project was about. Yeah, that's awesome. And like I totally, this is before I moved, way before I moved to the city, and I totally remember seeing it. Like it's so weird. It always happens. Like I, and I was flipping through all of your stuff, and like I'm like, oh my god, I freaking saw this. You know, like on my Discover. Yeah, this was even before I had TikTok. (laughs) But um, yeah, I thought it was just such an awesome project. Thank you. And then Quarantine Cutie was born from that. Yeah. So, because I was looking out my window all the time, so that's when I noticed a cute girl across the street. So I Player. I started I started TikTok, <laughs> even though yeah I started TikTok 2020 
January 2020. That was my New Year's resolution. I'm a big resolutions guy. Wow. Every year, resolution. Uh, and I, it was to get on TikTok after I had a dozen friends be like, yo, including Henry. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you got to get on TikTok. Right. I think you'd like it. I think you might be good at and it. And you were finding lots and of like, success on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, Instagram was getting a little stale. Like, I was kind of stagnant there. Like, I, it's just where... The growth isn't the same as like if you're trying to grow your page, get yeah. new people looking at your work. Kind of plateau, it's, perhaps. Yeah, it's after. like it's it's hard to grow on Instagram. But you have a big now. platform. Yeah, and little, I I I, I like posting. I love Instagram. I like posting on Instagram, yeah. but like the, it doesn't have an algorithm. Well, unless you're posting on Reels now, because mm-hmm. they really boost those. But, uh, yeah, TikTok, you could have no followers mm-hmm. and just make interesting stuff, and you could get followers. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. do that on other apps uh-huh. easily. TikTok's the the best app to do that totally and um so 2020 make the tiktok Mm. and this is just like a new series of content you're like oh we could let's keep this you know yeah walk down vibes going before the quarantine cutie this was like january the lockdown happened in march March. so like before that i was kind of warming up a little bit i was just i went in like Mm open-minded i was seeing what people were posting and from there and from what i shoot i like kind of combined them a little bit Mm -hmm. to like tell a story on tiktok natively to the app but also yeah something that i would do. i've seen them and they're great and thank you they're and little so, stories of wonder yeah it's all about storytelling on yeah. there it doesn't matter even though i have a background of knowing how like fancy cameras work like i, I like shooting with a fancy camera 100 um and i and you know lighting whatever but like you could just i think iphone cell phone works best on tiktok totally and like the native stuff people yeah. i think like more yeah. we were talking about Tom and- king Tom and Fritz were on this. We were talking about that. Um, but yeah, it's the best. Like your videos and like Fritz and like we had Jordan on the podcast also. Mm-hmm. Like it's just wonderful stories. Yeah. That is like such a unique new um, format for yep. strictly TikTok. It was crazy. Yeah, Jordans are incredible. Yeah. I saw you had Natalia on here too. I love Natalia. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally Fritz like introduced me to like yeah. the social media war world, yeah. which is awesome. Because yeah, Fritz, Fritz is the glue. Yeah, he's a he's a little too sticky, I'd say. But um no, he really yeah, and like they're so cool. And then Jordan's been drawn here. Um and I wasn't really in that world. I don't know, were you Chris? Like before like I really wasn't even following TikTok before I kind of met all these people and yeah, I were was. you the same kind of feeling? No, I was. I was. Yeah, I've seen all. Yeah, everybody's stuff. I've pretty much seen it all before even moving to Brooklyn. Like, yeah, you were, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was like hitting the face with. That. I was like, hell yeah, and I'm trying to do it now, but it's hard. Anyways, moving forward. <laughs> um, this might be a hot take, but I like a hot take. Yeah, I was thinking about this. It's like a, it's like a rational hot take, and I'm not married to the idea, but I, I think about this a lot. That like the photo is becoming obsolete. I mean, just coming from this TikTok real mm-hmm. thing, it's like, do you see perhaps? I mean, y- your life has been photography like five years from now. Like, is there going to be a place for photos to live, or is it just going to be videos or another word for a video, a clip? Yeah, a group of photos, dude. That's a uh, that's a great question, honestly, because how we inhale, consume, mm-hmm. digest content. Love it. Uh, it's it's moving more and more towards video, towards short video, like short video, long video. Like so, even me when I got on TikTok, what I realized is what I started doing on there is I love photography, and I think there will always be a place for photography, but it's becoming less and less. Right. Um, and I I revisited my old photo projects, and 
I added, I would have like, because I was on Snapchat when I shot. I mean, I still am on Snapchat, but I would Snapchat or Instagram story, whatever it was. Whatever project I was shooting, I probably had a video from whatever setting that was. Yeah. So I would, uh-huh. what I did to like turn my photography into a micro video that was more native to TikTok, Reels, et cetera, where we're all moving towards is I would take a video and then put the photos on top of the video. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was my way of doing it. But, um, the blend. But yeah, to answer your question, yeah, to answer your question, yes, everything's going more towards which is kind of sad more and more. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's a little sad, but at the same time, like, I think one of the reasons I've found success in my how I define success, which 100%. is I'm happy what I'm doing and I'm making yeah. a living doing an artist, is I I'm the type of person that I I, I stay very open minded. To whatever's happening with the, uh, how do I explain this? Sorry, uh, just like change in general. 100%. I'm, I'm open minded to it. So, like for example, I'm a photographer, and like, or I'm on Instagram, and I have success on Instagram, and there's this new platform that comes out, TikTok, and it's like this is like the same app. Why would I go to TikTok? Yeah. Um, and I realized I didn't want to, but that's why it was my. It started to get become more and more of a thing, and then. 2020 happened, New Year's, and I was like, all right, you know what? I'll try TikTok. I don't want to, but I'll give it a try. Maybe something will happen. Yeah. And because I tried TikTok, I, I've i gotten more opportunities because of that. Totally. Because even though I could have easily said no, like I didn't have to, I, no one was forcing me to, mm-hmm. but um, I thought it could it could help me, you know? I, I'm trying something new. Maybe I'd grow as an artist or maybe I'd get some new opportunities yeah. and yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, try. We talk about it all the time. Like in this business, you have to diversify. You kind of have to be modular. You got to roll mm-hmm. with the punches. Things are changing so quick. Even for yeah. me, just YouTube. Like, this is a bomb about to explode. Ignore that, <laughs> the pipes. But yeah. it's like everything's changing and you have to, you will be left behind, not strictly just a business sense. Again, if you're just doing it for fun, it's passion, but like you have to be modular. You have to change to the the trends or the styles or the platforms, of course, obviously. And like even for YouTube. Yeah, you don't and you don't have to. Yeah, you don't but have to. It would behoove I, you. Yeah. It's like it's it's doing yourself a disservice a lot of times. Like for example, photographer artists that choose not to be on social media, like that's a that's that's totally fine. That's your your choice. But at the same time, I mean, because as you mentioned, social media, it can be very toxic. But at the same time, it's also, it's a free thing to do yeah. besides your time. And it's how a lot of people, like people, if they want to see your portfolio, it's not like, it's often not a portfolio in person. It's often not even your website. It's often, hey, what's your Instagram? Dude. So 100%. Yeah. So it's, you're yeah. so right. You don't need to do anything. But like if you like I don't want to sound like some like hardcore like success motivator, but like you yeah. need to know the game. Yeah. And if you're a photographer or a painter and you don't have social media, that's crazy. You're just me. making your chances harder at getting work. And it's yeah. possible to get work. You're right. 100%. It's just like I just like putting myself as many eggs in baskets in Eggs in baskets yeah. is the saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't celebrate cool. Easter, so I don't know these eggs no, in baskets. Me either. So, I had uh, eggs this morning, though. Nice. Yeah, and it was good. So cool. what's your 2022 resolution? Big on resolutions. I am big on resolutions. I like that. That means you're uh, um. What's the word? No. Goal-driven? <laughs> no, no, yes, but uh, like where you stay strong, like you have resolution 
There's another word for it. Uh, like that. It starts with a V. Of uh, valiance. Yeah, yeah, like the, like the, where the, you. The, all right. Well, maybe I'll think we'll of it and we'll it. cut it in. We'll put it on the screen if I get it. It's like where you're. You execute on what you say you're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. What's the word? You don't. Okay. Uh, my New Year's resolution of 2022 was to just keep pushing P. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. Uh, to be honest, I said I have a New Year's resolution every year. Some yeah. years I don't really have them. This year, my New Year's resolution was I haven't been following. To be honest, okay. I'm being honest. Well, it was, we'll take that word off was, the screen now. Then. It was just to like uh, <laughs> yeah. get back on my exercise game. Okay. And, good. Like, start exercising, good call. but just haven't yet. I'm going to. Um, but yeah, it hasn't started out that way, but I have been doing a dry January. Good for you. Besides Ooh. one night. Nice. That's good. I, I drank one night. Yeah. Besides that, you know, my friend's birthday. I yeah. Like, That's good. Uh, good for you. Yeah. I, I drink a lot, not like alcoholic or anything, yeah. but I'm a social person. Totally. Me too. Here in New York, we drink a lot. Yeah. Like there's just like meet up Super at a bar, enjoyable. meeting, da, 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 da. It's, uh, I enjoy drinking yeah. and you know, I like to challenge myself sometimes yeah that's cool for a little bit i think i do too and like i think of resolutions all the time but i hate like i always would i remember growing up being like oh i'm not gonna use the new year's as the day like i could make a resolution any day yeah yeah, yeah. you know start but uh I, yeah, just, just, for me it's just easier to do it on new year's it is because it's, it's, it's like a in huge, my like yeah. crux of time change yeah, but at the same time it is it is true it just takes more willpower to just do it on any day right of the year I think. yeah um there is also like a nice time at the end of the year. No one's doing anything. Everyone just kind of eats and take time off. And then it's nice to kind of start yeah. the yeah. new year over. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I think I was the biggest vegetable piece of shit like end of December. I mean, I got COVID, but like I took like the end of December off work. I was playing a bunch of Warzone. I was going out. I was just like, <laughs> I was a piece of shite. <laughs> and so it's true. In January, I was like, let's get back to work. Yeah. Let's be the best version. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I want to talk about a couple, um, like other of your projects because I really like, um, cause that's the point of this podcast. Talk about work. I mean, we've been talking about like generic, like themes of things, but specific like series I love. That's why I loved like Jordan's my friends thing. But for you, one of the ones I loved was like, this is just a small one. Also not, I'm sure you've done many, but like the, the city camping and that was pre COVID, right? I gotta say, I love when I when I do things like this and people do a little bit of research and have some. Thank you for digging back a little bit. You're welcome. Bit. It's not that much digging, but yeah. yeah we, I, I was wonder wondering why there was that big ass shovel at your front door, <laughs> but now I can get it. Okay, so because yeah, so my this, yeah. you know, context is important, yeah, and we'll sure, hopefully sure. put the pictures up because it's just cool. Yeah. So that was a project I, that I I kind of want to revisit because I think I could shoot it better, but I plan to continue this project fishing. In a street puddle, hammocking a subway. Is that the caption that I wrote? With a city backdrop. It's just been on, <laughs> yeah, it's just been on the back burner. This is why I like, yeah. I like to, I'm more of just like, I like to shoot a, see a project. I shoot it, mm -hmm. move on to the next. Yep. This one, like I sat on it for a little bit. Mm. I shot it. It didn't come out as good as I want. And then I was on to the next one and then just gets, you know, so. Life happens. Life happens. And I haven't been as i i don't know it, this one takes like a lot of planning mm. and stuff and i would need some help and yeah, like, logistics. i don't know yeah there's so my idea for this is concrete camping you know at the time the most popular forms of photography genres of photography were in the east coast here there it was just photos in new york it was a lot of the same photos too it was like photo of this building from this perspective 
this bridge from this perspective. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was like I saw, saw a lot of resurfaced photos. It's like the same photo, just like different lighting, different time, different editing. And then same thing on the West Coast and like PDX, et cetera. It's like camp, there's a lot of camping right. photos. Yeah. This is what popular on Instagram. This is what thrived. It was like, you know, the shot of you inside your tent um, with your feet out holding a coffee or the shot the of Mount your, Everest the sh- in the background. Yeah, the shot of your tent with the mountains in the background or the specific view in the background or the shot of you setting up a fireplace and um, it's like a fire with a beautiful background. Sometimes a product as well. Yeah. You're, you know, you're using this product and the fires in the background, you're chilling with your friends. Yeah. It's like everyone's seen it. Was it was like, yeah, everyone's seen it. And they're all like beautiful photos and stuff. But to me, like, you know, I would see them and they wouldn't, a lot of these photos wouldn't be saying too much to me. But it's what people liked. And a lot of people on Instagram looking at these photos, um, you know, it's a pretty picture and that's what you like because there's not that much emotion in there. And I don't know, there's like photographers that shoot portraits. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't get as many likes unless you like know that person or it's like a celebrity that you can right. relate to. But if it's like a really cool portrait um, and you don't know that person, you're not going to, it's not going to resonate with as many people. Anyways, I'm going into this a little bit too far. No, please. So my idea for this project, Concrete Camping, is I decided to combine these two genres together. And I brought them together, Concrete Camping. So I camped in the city. Mm -hmm. Got got someone to model. I brought, I got a tent. I got, you know, this and that. I I have a a shot, you know, like roasting marshmallows over like a steamy uh, vent in the city. I did. I brought this tent to like the middle of the Brooklyn Bridge yep. at sunrise before getting yelled at by the police. I was or, about to say, it yeah, looked like people there. probably didn't like that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I felt like bad running. about that part. I felt bad about that part, but I did it for the Get photo. The shot, and it came yeah. out for, got the shot, got Creative, out of there. Creative uh, yeah. license. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, then I wanted to do some like fishing. Fo- I A lot of the other ideas I had for it, I didn't shoot yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting on that project. I like that idea. I kind of wanted to like maybe pitch it at the time. I didn't know how this worked, but like pitch it to like some sort of camping company or like you know patagonia yeah is a company i love too 100 um, yeah that, yeah i think it's just so it's like the juxtaposition and that's what's fun and that's that was not like some brand deal. that was just your personal stuff and is the most stuff on your instagram personal stuff i mean i know you do little ads here little yeah. brand deals here and there but like there's a pretty big separation between your like say like a big photo gig for like nike i know you've worked with like huge brands mm-hmm. and that's like you're not really allowed to repost that stuff or, you know, you don't touch it on your personal Germ Cohen account. That's like, so is it very yeah. separate? That's maybe an interesting conversation. Like, do you double dip? Are there strict categories perhaps of like business personal, also make money personal, but yeah. within the career yeah, of it's all, making it, money? So it's just life in general. It's all about balance. Sure. It's all about. So I try to, I don't want my whole feed to be sponsored posts or else. I, I mean, I put myself in a follower's shoes. I don't want to see someone posting yeah. all. Like, but I also would like to see some of my favorite creators post. Ideally, it would be you know a certain ratio, like maybe sixty forty or like seventy thirty of um of that. Because like some some people do get like a little mad when they see their favorite creators post sponsored deals. Mm-hmm. But like, how are we supposed to make money? Do Dude, we, we're, we're making we're putting in all this work. A hundred percent. You know, you're and, preaching and you to get me, to, man. Yeah. So when I see my boys making money. I'm like. Hell yeah. yeah. That's why this like this year, this last year, the future, I think there's gonna 
starting to be a revolution for creators where, you know, even Instagram now is rolling out just paying creators based on views. TikTok already has the creator fund. Yep. There's Patreon, which you do, which mm -hmm. is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, just so many. What I love about being creators, there you don't have to have like one source of income. You could get creative with it, and like totally do different things. You know, even new streams. Yeah, Got totally. it. Yeah, and and it's like wonderful if you could build a little niche following or some sort of community and group. And then they want to support you, yeah, you know, absolutely. they want to buy prints or they want to buy your presets or like, it's like a way to communicate, but help, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm a huge fan of Jeremy. I like how his photos look. I don't know if you do have presets or not. Did you maybe once? Maybe not. Uh, but no. this is just an example. It's yeah. like, okay, I want to like kind of work like him. Let me buy his things that he made. It helps him. It's a wonderful thing. That's a great thing about YouTube, actually, that I haven't found on Instagram is the YouTube community, I think, is really great in terms of like it's very personal. Just because you're doing like long form content or like vlogs or like you know, generally speaking, yeah. it's like more talking, more a little more intimate. Right. And then you people, feel like viewers feel like they're your friend. They totally they feel like they're there in the room. And, yeah. yeah. And then I think it's really great. I think you'd get that on any platform, even TikTok. But um, I see it more on YouTube. But I think it's totally true. And it totally is a revolution. I mean, like. My younger sister just got a job for like uh for like the people who hit you up to try to broker deals for like Instagram follow like like you know brand deals and like right. they're doing with tiny creators right. and, you know tiny creators are making money now yeah five thousand followers ten thousand you know it's like yeah micro influencers technical term micro influencers, I think <laughs> yeah. yeah no so it's just amazing it makes me excited but it also yeah. is like I I want to talk about this with you because I think. You like Natalia, like Natalia was early to Instagram and like got this following and had this huge platform, but it's so saturated now. Like, what do you think about people getting into the game of anything, not just photography, which is your uh, repertoire, but like, you know, starting a business or because it's, it is so big, like the amount of people starting podcasts nowadays or the amount of people. I mean, it's, it's cool because like, it is so big and there's more of a market for it now cool. there even if i mean there's so many things to do within the creator economy whether it's you know actually being a creator for yourself or you know being an assistant to your creator helping like on a bigger creator if they have a team mm -hmm. or like you know even what your sister is doing there's just so many jobs within it right that are being created yeah so, i just get so like bogged down by like the saturated nature of it like like in in what sense in in uh photography like for or? like even for this podcast like yeah. me and Chris like right Chris, there's a podcast are yeah very, and Chris like, manages another podcast that's like really awesome and great and even the guy who was we were talking to him he was saying the same thing like oh everyone's doing podcasts mm -hmm. not that my mission is to be like make money through a podcast right, but right. like you want it to be successful you want it to grow you want people to watch and then things cost money and so it's like oh like is there even a a hope and a chance but. And I get down that rabbit hole, but it's the same for like YouTube. Like, even though I'm more established on YouTube, it's like you see other people getting some more views and it's this comparison death hole trap of, of doom. Yeah. It's like, why am I trying so hard when like a million, there's a million of me out there or there's mm -hmm. like a million of these versions? But like you just said, which gives me hope, it's like, yes, there are that many more people coming to TikTok every day or making a podcast every day. There's that many more eyeballs and viewers yeah. coming also. And 
Yeah, the, it it's <laughs> I I feel you. It's totally that was an emotional rant. No, no, no. You're cool. It's totally hard. But you're also a creator. I think one of the most important formulas for a creator doing what you do is like consistency. Mm. And you guys do that, right? You're like we try. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. We took a break, but we're back. So yeah, yeah. you're yeah. you're back. You're you're putting yeah. out high quality videos pretty yeah. often and other content too. Also, just like think of all the things you have for your advantage. First of all, you guys are seem like a power duo making making cool stuff together. <laughs> um, you're in the best city in the world. Subjective, yeah. but I think so. Yeah, you're think so. you're around a lot of other amazing creators. Mm-hmm. Have a lot of access to things like in New York. Have the studio right here. Right. Um, I think you have a lot of things going. And then all it takes, you're like, you're growing, but like all it could take is like, I don't know, maybe like one of your videos goes viral on TikTok and it cross platforms here. And then something goes viral. You, you have your eggs in all these different baskets. It's right. like something could happen, whether, you know, like uh, maybe you get a shout out from a big creator and that brings a lot of audience. And then from those people, it's like word of mouth and then just starts to grow. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, like, you're right. And you're so much more positive yeah. and that's so happy. I need to like, maybe that should be my resolution. Is be, but you're right. But it's just yeah. easy. I don't know. I get sucked in the No, whole... and it's it's not easy though. That's the thing. Yeah. It's not okay, easy. Thank it was you. easy, thank everyone would yeah. be doing it. I'm just I'm just trying to this is the pot this this what I'm mentioning right now is You're just right. Like You're the possible. angel on the shoulder. Yeah. I'm the I'm the angel. Yeah. I'm like uh I don't know. I'm a I'm an optimist, honestly. So I just I just think of things these ways. That's good. Just, uh, manifest shit like right now i'm manifesting that i get this new apartment hell yeah i was literally about to say that oh i don't yeah. i don't think i the chances are i won't get it but when do you find out in the next couple of days okay so speaking of the future though like what you have anything in the works like i like to ask people especially artists who are making consistent work and um you know have something to show for do you have plans personally for like new projects new series is there anything other big gigs that are coming up that you would like to share because Again, I like context. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I don't. I'm right now. I'm in a phase where I'm fo- focusing on a, cl- a lot of client work, mm. which is not as exciting as personal work. It's like it's it's great, but uh, yeah. What am I looking forward to? Are you right allowed now? to share have, the client work? Uh, yeah. Well, you I don't mean, have to be spe- specifics, but I'm I'm curious as to what that is. Uh, sure. Well, this morning I shot a video okay. for uh for Amazon. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> at, at their uh, in the city, at their they have a new store uh, called Four Star Amazon Four Star. Okay, and it's like uh, it's in Soho. It's like all of their products uh, that are four stars or higher, and like I you see. know their highest sell best sellers of this and that. That's it's smart. Like, it's, a, it's a fun store to walk through. Yeah, but um, so for their their Instagram, they wanted some like TikTok real type content. Mm-hmm. So. I shot I shot a couple of different videos mm. there this morning and then was going to come straight there from here but had to run home first. Yeah, then, emergencies. Uh, emergencies and then uh and then came straight here. So yeah, I shot that this morning. Uh and then as for personal work, you know, like a, a big focus of mine this year actually is I'm thir- I just turned 30 mm. and I'm still close with a lot of my hometown friends and it's mostly my hometown friends, but also some friends here. Hometown Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. All my friends are getting married. Wow. And it's all, so it was happening. It was a lot of the weddings were supposed to happen over COVID, but COVID. And then a lot of my friends got engaged over COVID. Wow. So all the weddings are happening. An onslaught. Yeah. So I'm doing like these upcoming, this upcoming year. Uh, It's a lot of traveling, like, which is fun for weddings and then gonna maybe extend my maybe i'll shoot a personal project while i'm traveling I these, see. Yeah. a lot of destination weddings yeah 
Uh, you're not shooting like four of these weddings through your home. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would not be fun. Yeah. So the yeah, pressure and just wedding photography, wanna... yo, power to wedding photographers because mm -hmm. I don't know how they do it. It's a lot of a lot of work mentally, physically. Yeah. Staring at your computer, staring. Yeah, like I see a lot lots of lots and lots of images. It's interesting. I think there's a lot of content around wedding photography or videography, like on YouTube, on TikTok, and I've watched a lot just because yeah. I think it's entertaining. Yeah, and it seems extremely stressful. Do you know uh, Craig Adams? Probably. Like I, I don't. The name I can't, I'm bad with names, but yeah. if I saw the face of the videos, because I watch a lot, because yeah. I think it's the production is just interesting. But yeah, so he's a he was a wedding YouTuber. Oh really? And I'm sure I've seen filmmaker. Him. Yeah. I think he just called it Wedding Film School, but he sold his channel. Wow! Because um, now he has he's he's a he's a, he's a good friend of mine. He's an amazing YouTuber. He does hiking now and tra Whoa. trekking, traveling, minimal traveling. And what so, do you mean sold the channel? Like, well, he just he wanted it out of his. He didn't want anything to do with the weddings anymore, and wow. he didn't want to just sit. You know, you could yeah. sell these things, I guess. So. He sold the channel to someone who wanted to like do wedding filmmaking. Oh, like and how his, to and like school. Well, he sold like the channel like like so he got all the subscribers and mm -hmm. the page. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, and he That's wanted out. He wanted out. Of the yeah, and he started or he had or started his own YouTube channel and that. That's now. pretty awesome. And yeah, so really relax. If a really tranquil YouTuber, I would say to watch to watch his videos. Hell yeah! Well, we'll have to look yeah. that up. I say I have no personal projects planned right now, but the way I just operate is yeah. I get in, I bring my camera with me often, mm -hmm. most of the time, anywhere. And Except today, I just son see, of a bitch. Yeah, well, I was on my way with my camera, but I, <laughs> okay. I went home. And yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. We don't have enough cameras here. Definitely. Yeah, there, there's enough cameras here. Uh, yeah, so I'll just get... I'm constantly inspired, especially in this city. So like something I'll, yeah. I'll just see, and then boom, I'll start a project or yeah. start shooting some photos. So yeah. Um, it's hard to plan. I don't plan a lot of them often in advance. Like I'm, I'm excited. For example, to shoot. Uh, I I love shooting Easter in New York okay. on Easter every Easter Sunday every year. Even though I don't even celebrate Easter, I'm Jewish. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's so cool on right in front of St. Patrick's Cathedral Church in the city, 57th Street or something. Um, from 12 to 2 or some some window like that every year, these people dress up. In, and they, they DIY these huge hats and it's like kind of it's a friendly competition wow. who can make like the coolest hat and they're That's so gargantuan cool. and like just over the top yeah. literally and uh, people dress up and it's like it's always fun to shoot I love wow. I love people like taking portraits of people that express themselves like yeah, that I had no idea about that but then all. I want to I want to explore like what I love about photography is I love learning new thing about how the world works and culture mm. etc like I've never uh Groundhog Day is coming up in February like, 2nd. Yeah, so and it's in my home state, far away from where I grew up, but uh, you know, something like that, I would if I if I planned for it, I would love to like drive out to Punxsutawney, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pennsylvania and yeah, yeah. photograph uh, Groundhog Phil and totally. see what, and photograph the people that go there and this, right, right. you know, explore and learn about this uh cultural moment yeah. uh through a the lens of an actual lens of a camera. That's so cool. And I was just thinking about like the city because like you just mentioned that Easter thing, which is just so random and niche. Yeah. I would never know. And probably 99.9% .9 of the world wouldn't know unless there was like people like you who are just interested. But there's so many cool things like that. And that's what I always love. And that's when I like feel the like, oh, 
New York City is the best. Like, I wish, like, I missed, I don't know, I have a million examples. Like, Fritz had a great video where there's this giant water balloon fight in Central Park. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. that looks so cool. Like, yeah, I want to yeah. be there. Yeah. Like, that's such a cool thing. That but was just the, a the random side day. talk water balloon fight. Yeah. And then there's other things like, I think Henry, I mean, I'm just shouting out the homies right now, did some aftermath of the ball drop in Times Square. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just cool as shit. Like, yeah. there's just all these epic events where there's so, like, you. It's nonstop. We it's, take it for granted. It, yeah, like, we totally do. So. And it's nonstop random things, so many gathering. I mean, it's harder now with COVID, but it, it's not going to ever yeah. stop. One of my favorite things is a week before, it's a week before Halloween every year, is, uh, I forget the technical name for it, but dogs mm, dressed up in halloween costumes right. and like that was the other one and uh it used to be Tompkins square park and now it's like by the east it's east river state park i think excuse me and these people go so hard for their dogs they like <laughs> go over the top like right. come up with the most creative costumes for their dog mm -hmm. it's like it's another thing it's like a friendly competition but it's yeah. so fun to photograph yeah yeah you had a video on it right like yeah. a TikTok also yeah yeah it's, uh, yeah it's amazing yeah, it's just and there's just like things like that that are just happening constantly in the city. Sometimes I know what's happening and I go there, and oftentimes I'm just walking around, biking around, and I just see something happening. And like, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It's worth the price that the city costs an arm yeah. and a leg. Yeah, because it's the fucking melting pot of the world. Absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you ever do anything besides photography? Like, you have a pretty good visual language. And also something that I love to talk about is like lighting. You've mentioned, you mentioned mm -hmm. it a couple times in the beginning. Like it's perfectly for me again, to bring it back to me context, like, um, like painting, you need to understand like light and shadow, but like also photography, cinematography, like how to compose lighting or blah, blah, blah. Like it, it's different, but it's the same. Right. So like you have this visual, I think a lot of f photographers do Chris hundred percent. You too, like a visual language. Do you do, do anything else? uh i'm really into open-ended question yeah i'm really into <laughs> finger painting um no i'm just kidding uh you've come to the right place yeah <laughs> no uh, yeah no, no uh yeah that's that's not a bash against finger painters out no there i just i don't know why i thought of that i feel like oh when i first went to art school mm. i remember like my friends would make fun of me because they're like oh yeah he's majoring in finger painting yeah Mm. And I was like, damn. I said that also. Yeah. My friends were like, this hippy dippy kid is looking for dragon balls and like finger painting all his days away. I was like, well, that's kind of accurate. Yeah. That's kind of valid. Um, no, I, I love doing other creative outlets. Um, I mean, photography and filmmaking are mm. my two mains for sure. Um, I'd say my other main creative outlet, honestly, is chess. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, we were uh, talking about that. Maybe we should Dude, run one. I do we do we rock a quick game right here? Wait, do you, can on, we and, and speed it up on the podcast so people don't have to listen? to <laughs> Wait, it, should we play a one minute blitz game? Sure. Do you have? Is there an app? It. Yeah, I have chess.com. I've never done a one minute blitz. No, game. we have no, to get the should, board. No, no, we'll get. I'll grab. Yeah, we uh, gotta get the board. Oh, I have a I, nice I, board. I have a chess timer. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. A chess like. Can we yeah, do it on the phone or do you have one in your pocket? I, I mean, I could set it up for one. Yeah, we one should minute. do that. I've never okay. done that, but this sounds sounds interesting. Okay, that's crazy, dude. And you play? Yeah, but chess is a combination of art and sport. It's dude, like the dude. I'm so glad you brought that up. So. because I really love chess. I was telling Jeremy how I watch um, streamers. It's so entertaining. The Botez twins, mm -hmm. Gotham chess. Um, I, should I should start watching. Dude, it's I, so entertaining. Uh, whatever you want. Yeah, you're the surprise guest. me. I'm a uh, just no, however, the, however the board is faced. I I I could do either or. 
Okay, so this is a little dusty. Excuse me. So the dust. it's it's a one minute with a two second kickback timer, or just uh, one minute. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> dude, I'm nervous. All right, let's do the kickback. Okay. Why not? All right, ready? Yeah. Here we go. Okay, I'm getting so nervous right here. <laughs> oh, I love this game. Yeah, it's great. My first time playing chess on a podcast. Dude, me too. <laughs> You're telling me. I have a 140 BPM right now. <laughs> you also have 40 seconds left. Oh, God. Without oh, the one in front of it. Yeah. Jeez. Shite, shite, yeah, shite. Cooking some time off the clock right here. Okay, dude. Woo. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not sorry. good. No, it's fine. <laughs> I like to trash talk yeah, when I play please, a little dude. bit. I'm, I'm sorry. Not, I ain't no bitch. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Oh my gosh. I can't even think. <laughs> oh. I didn't see that. Okay. Um. Oh God, I'm running on the edge here, dude. Ah! I'm just looking for some kickback. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I had nothing there. Check. Oh my god. <laughs> this All is right, a lot. Ready? <laughs> I got four seconds. All right, ready and go. Okay. Oh god. Oh god, <laughs> no. Okay. GG's. <laughs> that was so fun. Wow. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Jeremy. Yeah, absolutely. Just got on a tangent, but this was so fun. Yeah, absolutely. Just a quick visit. Real, down the street. From, I think it's exactly a mile away from where Are I Are you live, serious? So. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I hope you don't get your apartment so we can hang more. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, that's the thing. Like, I love... Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know? Day yeah. by day. Yeah. But um, you're um, welcome anytime. And I always say to the homies, especially people with video, if you ever, you know, need studio space or like, damn, again, weird. Appreciate that. Literally anytime, man. Cool. We want more people in here. Amazing. Yeah. But uh, thanks. And... Everyone should go check out Jeremy has a podcast. Um, ask not me anything, and it's that's. I mean, we didn't really talk about that. I should have, but just real quick, it's basically a, like it's like crowdsourced questions. Yeah, and then you're the, basically the arbiter, which I think is a cool idea. Yeah, that was uh, that was the idea for the podcast and just interview. Yeah, it's just like a lot of podcasts. It's all about interviewing interesting people, people yeah. that you find interesting. And so on that podcast, I wanted to do just that, but also you know do it a little bit differently and mm -hmm. the way i did it a little differently is uh not coming up with questions myself just asking yeah people what questions they want to ask that person. i think that's so, a good idea yeah and it's basically like a yeah so like an ama yeah it's an ama yeah i love it so it's like instead of ask me anything it's like ask not me anything mm -hmm. like i don't know yeah um but yeah follow that and then obviously on tiktok and instagram where he posts a lot of his work which is really awesome and epic and you've probably seen it you really have if you're into Maybe. like New York City culture yeah. or anything, you've definitely seen him around. You've probably seen the quarantine bubble cutie. But um, yeah, man, thanks. Well, cool. thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. See ya.